Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Failing Better with me, Johnny Pallum, and my wonderful co-host... Me, Sean McLaughlin. Hi, sorry, I was just swallowing... There's a few crisps left on my old on my teeth. Sean's been eating crisps, and if you're wondering if crisps are a good food to eat when you're trying to podcast, the answer is no. It is a um, yeah. The jury's the jury's not out. Yeah, the jury's jury's very very in, and it's a unanimous decision. Is there anything worse you could eat than a crisp? I don't think there is. I think it's the I think the crisp is the worst food you could be eating. Maybe maybe an apple, or maybe like an apple crumble would be quite. You know what I mean? Like, because it'd be too delicious to concentrate. <laughs> well, I suppose something that's crunchy, like an apple or a pear. Yeah. Which also could potentially drip onto the electronics. Mm, is probably I, more dangerous. I think you. I think you're focusing too much on the not. I because I think I'd just leave a pear. Whereas, like a, a roast chicken dinner, I just think this is better than the podcast. I'm quitting. Well, I mean, I think if I start, if we went into the Zoom to record this, and one of us was eating a full <laughs> roast chicken dinner, we'd probably give it twenty minutes. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and particularly if there was an ultimatum, where if, if I'm not allowed to finish this chicken dinner, I'm done. <laughs> you know, wouldn't be like, well, that's I'm not. That level of commitment is not acceptable. Johnny, we, we made we made a rule to ourselves when we started this thing: no chicken dinners <laughs> in the studio. You know how like you know how like um, the Beatles and like some bands go: no drink or drugs in the studio, yeah. no partners in the studio. Ours is not that. We're not that strict. Ours yeah. is just don't eat a full roast. Yeah. No gravy in the gravy boat whilst we're whilst we're podding. Look, we're trying to make a gravy train, not a gravy boat. I um, um, I just bought a gravy boat the other day. That was a, an adult purchase. I oh, say it's me. very adult. I, of course, mean Sophie, but I was near her when she did it. <laughs> is a gravy boat just like a nice gravy yeah. hole, hole, yeah, yeah, yeah. holster? <laughs> we have a good nice gravy boat, actually. Do you do? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, good. Yeah. It's nice. It adds an element. I think what it shows is that we're both doing all right. You know yeah, I mean? we're both got, doing pretty well. We've got a great I don't know if you know much about the class system in the UK, listeners, but let's put it this way. A gravy boat costs somewhere in the region between £5 and £15. Pounds, so yeah. and the, um, <laughs> your Patreon money is very welcome here. The, obviously, the 1% have gravy yachts. We're not, we're not up there with them on their super gravy yachts, but we're, we're, we're also 
you know, if we need to travel by water, we can with our lovely yeah. gravy boat. Gravy, but with a gravy <laughs> boat. And Godspeed anyone who's unfortunate enough to have a gravy pedal of. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> What I like about this is we've taken a mildly amusing thing and really ran with it. No one can say we've either ran with it or flip side of the coin, we've we've fucking beaten it into the ground. Mm, It feels a bit. It might be a bit too Radio Four that you know Radio Four where they go bloody gravy boat to the gravy thing. You know, (laughs) I do, I do. That was a good accent, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah that gravy boat thing is like it's quite fun, but I don't know if it's us. So if this is your first time, if your first time listening, and you're going, "Wow, this is great! This is just like having to clue." Fuck like, off! Fuck, fuck off! off. We don't we're want not you. like them. Yeah, we're scum. We're, we're, we're in the we're in the cellar with the rats here. We've Come got gravy pedalos, <laughs> and we don't even own them. <laughs> we rented them from the local authority. <laughs> we stole them. We stole them. Um, today, Sean, how, how's your week been? Before we crack into the main the main roast chicken of the podcast, so I was going to talk to you about. Yeah. I don't know that I still think I should talk about it on the podcast. Always you, a good sign. You have just sparked something in me that I was going to talk to you about. Because you what, said what, what? stolen. You've stolen something. Yeah, yeah. And it reminded me that the other day I did something that I've never done before. What? Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Class A murder. I I shoplifted. Oh my God, what did you shoplift? Just a, like a snicker bar. It's great, that, isn't it? I do no, it wasn't even, no, it wasn't a snicker bar. It was... Oh wait, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but just, I just feel like I like stealing from Tesco or like you know these multi-billion yeah, pound corporations it was, it was a Sainsbury's yeah and I was buying loads of stuff and I think I had something from the baked aisle and I just it was more like I just couldn't be bothered I was doing self-service and mm. I just thought I just I'm just gonna see if I can get it away with it feels great doesn't it yeah it's a real rush of adrenaline when you walk out of those doors and it doesn't beep yeah and you're like fuck me I've just stolen from the man the man has been fucked by me and I think, I think it's now going to go up and up and up. <laughs> and I think I'm going to have to rob a bank in the next sort of five five months. I would love Just to that. get that kick. If suddenly all our, all our like, text really looks loads better. <laughs> like, and I've been replaced with like Chris Eubank. You know, that, <laughs> Sean successfully robbed a bank. <laughs> Do you think money is the only object to us getting Chris Eubank on this show? I, I think, think he'd we, probably have a few other complaints. No, if we had enough money, I, look, if there's one thing I know about Chris Eubank, he'll do a lot of things for money. Didn't I'm he go on Celebrity? I'm going to look up Chris Eubank. If booking, we offered Chris... Booking Chris Eubank. I'm just right, typing that into Google just to see if we can get him. That would be He'd be a great guest. Do you would. mean Chris Eubank Senior, not Junior? I do, I do. Junior feels like quite an aggressive chap, really. I mean, I know they were both boxers, but I think he's got less charm than his dad. Booking Chris Eubank. And let me say this as an explicit policy... If Chris, Bank, Chris Eubank Jr. wanted to be on the podcast, we would turn him down. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we 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 run a pretty tight ship here at Failing Better, <laughs> and we will not have the likes of Chris Eubank Jr. on the pod. However, Chris Eubank Sr. is our most desired guest. <laughs> um, mm. I don't know. Should we just inquire? Should I just write an email to him now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah name, what do I say? Name failing better? Um, yeah. It doesn't sound, I, I think they, this might get chucked in the spam. <laughs> failing better. Email. Oh, anyway, welcome to the show, everyone. Um, what, why don't you say, we are a self-improvement podcast who uh, would be delighted to uh, speak to, is it to his like, management? Budget. 
Let's just what's how how confident are you that you're going to be able to rob this bank, Sean? And this is what it comes down to. Because I can rob I can rob us a Snickers. So maybe maybe put Snickers or potentially seven million pounds. <laughs> uh, Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Date required. When are we ne- we're next recording on Monday, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Monday. Event description. Fun chat with friends. (laughs) We want Mr. Eubank to appear on our podcast. It's a fun chat with friends. Um, I think that a fun chat with friends should be another slogan. What else do we need to say? Um, We... we, uh, Neither host knows that much about boxing, (laughs) but, 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 but we... I'm inspired by his charisma and would like to learn more. <laughs> his son, his son, <laughs> his charisma. I want to know more. Please note, <laughs> Mr. Eubanks' son, Chris Jr., is not welcome. Regards. Failing better pod. Failing better pod. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of this just to prove that this is real. Well, imagine if we get a positive response. Imagine we get it on Monday. <laughs> on Monday. All right, let's do it. Sorry, I'm just taking this picture. I'll edit this out. No, you don't need to edit it out. It's only a brief glimpse. And if anything, we can pop it on... Um, Twitter and it'll make people feel like they were there which is yeah. what podcasting is all about budget oh it's not allowing that as a budget what, what's it said <laughs> it's just got that bit it's got a big red Snick- thing Snickers what, what is a what, how much does a sink bar cost these days probably about a pound yeah one pound <laughs> <laughs> three add zero is three inquire now it's not letting that be a budget oh wait it's got a thing Oh, the lowest it goes is £995. Yeah. Well, maybe P, maybe pence. Maybe put 995 and then in the comments underneath say, assuming you mean pence (laughs) rather than pounds. Okay. (laughs) So, right, we want Mr. Eubank to appear on our podcast. (laughs) It's a fun chat with friends. (laughs) Neither host knows much about boxing. We are inspired by his charisma and want to know more. Please don't make him a son. Chris Jr. is not welcome. Regards, failing better pod. Do I then write PS or do I go at the beginning? <laughs> so when, when do I talk about the. I think the it's budget? a PS. I think it's a PS. Okay, PS. <laughs> we, are, we are assuming. <laughs> we are assuming. The budget is. The, the, wait, is it the number. Uh, in the budget lists <laughs> the number <laughs> the amount of pe- pence. I don't, know, I don't even know how you say pence. It would cost rather than pounds. Rather than pounds. And then you could even put, we're not made of money. <laughs> <laughs> we're not made of money. <laughs> and then I go, if you want to. Actually, I'm, I'm going to put this in the main thing. Chris is not welcome. 
also, we would appreciate it if you went onto Apple Podcasts <laughs> and gave us a five star review. <laughs> if you could subscribe, <laughs> that would also really mean a lot to us as it helps us rocket up the charts. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, Failing Better is written to him. I've put my actual phone number on this. <laughs> is that going to be a problem? Uh, I mean, I, I, the only thing I'm slightly worried about is we do mention his son in what can be seen as an insulting way. And the other thing that worries <laughs> about that is his son is a professional boxer. <laughs> yeah, we've pissed off a, basically two generations of professional boxer. <laughs> Um, it won't let me do 995. Oh, no, wait, maybe it will. Um, shall, I, shall I just put a random number that isn't mine? I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put your number. And luckily, um, there's, no, there's no real way for him to find out who failing better pod are. <laughs> I mean, shall I not put our email then? Should we, should we build a, a fake email? I shall I... we build a fake podcast? <laughs> no, no, I think this is fine. Failing better, failing better pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Put a fake number. Yeah. We want him... In three days. And we do not want his son. We want Mr. Eubank to appear on our podcast. It's a fun chat with friends. Neither host knows much about boxing, but we're inspired by his charisma. Want to know more? I mean, that's a lovely That's thing. lovely, yeah. Please note, Mr. Eubank's son, Chris, is not welcome. <laughs> Should we cut that? No, I think that's got to go. I think that's, if anything, that's the bit that makes me feel um, most alive in all this. Also, we would appreciate it if you went onto Apple Podcasts and gave us a five-star <laughs> review. If you could subscribe, that would also really mean a lot to us. As it helps us rocket up the charts. Regards, failing better pod. P.S. We are assuming the number in the budget lists the amount of pence it would cost rather than pounds. We're not made of money. All right. <laughs> Thank you for your inquiry. A member of our team will be in touch shortly. There you scary, go. And we've just and we've just received an email from. Um, from them, presumably. From them, yeah. We've received an email. They're from the Champions Speakers Agency. So there we go, listeners. What a week. Next week could be. So what exciting. a week. So we'll be speaking to Chris Eubank next week. Uh, but th- what are we talking about today, Sean? Well, do you know what? What are you? I've actually just remembered something that is genuinely going to blow your mind. What? 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 Um, what did you, what What did you want to talk about in this week's episode? School and education. Okay, guess who lived at the bottom of the road that my school was at when I was a kid? Um, uh, Mr. Blobby. Okay, I'll give you a clue. Yep, yep, yep. We've just contacted him about appearing on this podcast. Uh, Chris, the heavyweight champion of the world, Eubank. He was never the heavyweight champion of the world. He was a middleweight. I think that's good. Um, so why is that true? Yeah, Chris Eubank lived because Chris Eubank lived in Brighton, and he was at the bottom of. He was just at the bottom of. So did you see him ever doing anything? I used to see him. I used to see him around town. He was like a. He was because when I grew up in Brighton, you know, Brighton's always been like an okay place, but it's never been cool like it is now. Yeah, Chris yeah, Eubank yeah. was the biggest celebrity in Brighton when I was a kid. Did you ever see what we? Should, and he you... drove a he drove a juggernaut. He had like a big. 18 wheeler and he would just drive that around and occasionally you'd see him and i remember once i went to my first ever concert on my own i went to see a concert well, not, <laughs> you went on not, your own. not on my own <laughs> <laughs> it was 11 year old 
Hello. Hello, I'm, I'm here for Madonna. <laughs> no, well, I meant like I went um, with just with friends. Like mm. I didn't have parents or anything. I think I was 11 or 12. That's so young, 11. Or 12, maybe. Went to see Travis at the Bryson wow. Centre. That's Maybe really we cool. were older than 12. That does feel young. Maybe we were 13. But anyway, afterwards, we walked through the Odeon and, and Chris Eubank was just in there buying popcorn and he was dressed um, in like a safari outfit. What a wonderful anecdote. Because when you imagine when you're 13, I mean, first of all, you've seen Travis and then you've seen Chris Eubank. I mean, that is a hell of a day. I mean, I, the wattage. The yeah. wattage, it, the stars in my eyes. I couldn't deal with it. 13 year old, if you told that boy that 21 years later he'd be doing a failing podcast with a moron, he wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> you told him, 21, 21 years later, you're going to be asking that same man to appear on a podcast. And you will be stipulating that his son cannot be present. But if I think if you told that 31 boy that, he'd be really impressed because he'd have none of the context about... He'd think, God, what an amazing man who can demand those sorts of things of Chris, the middleweight champion of the world. Yeah, and that and the thing is, we are demanding it. We are, yeah, demanding, we are demanding it. it. Yeah, yeah. But they just will refuse the demand. I don't think they will. I think that's very negative. When do you think they're going to come in? When do you think we're going to get an answer? Do you think we'll get an answer by the end of this record? I... This is... Don't think they will respond. I think they'll see it as a silly response. Should we not. call them? Can you call them? Yeah. Give them a call. <laughs> I'd love Chris Eubank to get on the I really like Chris Eubank. I really I think- like him. I remember watching his Louis Theroux and I felt really bad for it. I think Louis Theroux was quite nasty about him. I really um, have not. Uh, what's yeah. that? Why, 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 I think how- he's a really interesting bloke. Like he's got... Why I was he he's mean got to an amazing- no, I think he was just sort of, I don't know. I think Chris Eubank is sort of became, because he was sort of quite so eccentric and unusual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, I think he's a really sweet guy. Um, and he's, you know, he's got more, like a loving family. And You have a lot more opinions on Chris Eubank than I would have imagined you did before we began this pod. Well, there you go, Johnny. I'm a man I, of many. I'm a man of many gifts. You're, you're an onion. You're layered. You make me And also, cry. <laughs> I remember he was doing an advertising campaign. Yeah. Or like a billboard campaign. What was it for? For like a biscuit or something? When we were kids. And I remember walking home from school one day. School. Yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. Going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And I think Chris Eubank had famously gone bankrupt or something. Oh, and someone had sad. drawn over this big billboard with him. They'd drawn like a, uh, a speech mark writing, I'm skint. <laughs> or they'd probably written, I'm skint. It's they'd probably written, I'm skint. The they? Banksy was working that long ago. <laughs> that, <laughs> imagine if that was the first Banksy. Because do you reckon Banksy was a prick? Because like in, initially he'd been good <laughs> at art. Do you, reckon, who, do you know who Banksy is? Every now and then at a party, someone will say, I know who Banksy is. I always think, you know, what a, what a shit human you are. Because if you have that secret, you don't say it at a party, do you? Also, I don't care. Do you not care? Who? Banksy I'd... could be multiple people. We don't know that. Ooh. What if they went, right, bank, there's 14 Banksies? I'd be quite sad about that. I want there to be one man. Ideally, I'd like him to be a sort of lonely alcoholic who, <laughs> who really struggles to deal with the world, but he's very good at art. Do you reckon it is Chris Eubank? Oh... My God. I think we're going to have to send another Send him another email to, going, yeah, P.S. We are of the opinion that Eubank is Banksy. Eubank! Banksy! Oh, fuck me. Layers within layers here. Um, I just, I think we say, by the way, subject, blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> subject, blackmail. By the way, 
we've we've <coughs> we, put the clues together. We've it out. we figured it out. You Banksy. You Banksy. <laughs> I think it's astonishing that. Um, so, oh, sorry, I've just hit the desk. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Chris Eubank lived at the bottom of my and um, road, and it was, and it was so because also he had like quite a big place. Mm. He had like cameras. He had like a camera outside the front wall. Yeah, you yeah. had to like ring, and he would let you in. Do you know, like, I don't know why he lived there? Like he was living right by two big comprehensive schools. He could have probably lived anywhere, but I don't know why he lived there. But I remember you know, like... one day seeing some bad lads, older lads, <laughs> getting um, <laughs> this is awful, getting like dog shit on a stick, and then ringing Eubank's door and just putting the dog shit over the camera. That's not nice, is it? That's literally what I was going to ask. Though. I was going to ask, you know how like some like insecure people try and start a fight with bouncers because they want to prove that they're really hard. Do you think loads of people start fights with Eubank, or do you think he's so hard that even the stupid idiots are like, "I'm not fucking with the middleweight champion of the world"? I, th- I don't know. I suppose Eubank always had the kind of Eubank was was unique in that he had the demeanor of someone who wasn't one of the hardest men in the world, even though yeah. he absolutely was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit um, like me. That's a bit like me. Yeah. Me and Eubank are very similar in that way. We both uh, briefly were, there was rumours that we were Banksy and we were also incredibly muscly strong men trapped in uh, with a different personality. Yeah, I've That's why I want so. him on the pod so much because I want to talk to him about our struggles as real, as real lovely fighters but actually who are also quite nice men. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, school days. Because what, what, you were going to talk, you were in a gang in school. I mean, that's the bottom line. I was in a gang at school. So basically, I uh, went to a pretty much uh, all Asian school. I was the only white boy in my class. Uh, so what did I do? I had to join a gang. Who did I join? I joined a gang called the Blazing Bangladeshis. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about this in my stand-up, so I don't want to just go into doing stand-up about it. But I just did, you could... name the, did you name the gang or did they already exist? I tell you what, I've realised I'm, I'm telling a lie here. The gang were actually called the Blazing Bengalis, but I changed it to the Blazing Bangladeshis and stand up because I thought it was funnier. But in reality, it was actually the Blazing Bengalis. The Blazing Bengalis? Yeah. It's a better name, isn't it, than Blazing Bangladeshis? It's a very, it's definitely packs a bigger punch, I think, the Blazing yeah. Bengalis. And yeah. were you actually called the Blazing Bengalis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it all began in a five a side football tournament, as I think all gangs did. That's where the Yakuza started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> The mafia were just, were just trying to get a Sicily football team together. <laughs> and um, so it was just me and five Bangladeshi lads uh, kicking around. Um, you and five Bangladeshi lads? Yeah, yeah. So it was a six-a-side tournament? Well, we had a sub, mate. You we just can't some... keep your story straight, can you, Johnny? Ah, come on. No, we had a substitute. It was We all had nicknames. So Koiso was called Cash. Ashraf was called Mintu. Wait, wait, wait. Start again. You all had nicknames. Yeah. And did you give yourself the nicknames? I don't really know how the nicknames came out. Really, I'm trying to get to my nickname because it was it's an absolute banger. <laughs> but... All right, let, let me guess. Did you give it yourself? No, no, no. Okay. Was it... Was it... Sean, let, let me say this. You will not get this. If you... you we could have infinite Sean's with infinite typewriters. And was I don't think you know... Streak of piss? No, it wasn't that. What whole thing was that? Fuck stain. No, no. It was sexy boy. <laughs> We're quite all marching, but so wait. Was... What were all the nicknames? Go through all of them. Koiso was Cash. Koiso. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ashraf was Mintu. Uh, Nul Amin Kayam just had his name said quickly. Nul Amin Kayam. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got the short straw so far. 
Um, <laughs> Mohammed Abdullah Al Masood was MC Mass, and Ibrahim Ahmed was just Ibi. And then that's Johnny, really good. I like that Ibi. That's the shit is one. I think it's all right. Yeah, Cash is good. Cash is good. And uh, MC Mass is quite good too. Jonathan Pelham got turned into JD Murder. (laughs) (laughs) Please unpack this. Please unpack this. So I'd always wear a JD bag because they were quite cool back in the day. Oh, you know, like, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. a JD, and then people thought I looked like a murderer. Not very friendly. <laughs> Not very friendly. <laughs> and You're the one I, who's trying to murder people. I gave my. We were, we were writing our name somewhere. And. Uh, what, like tagging a place? Like tagging a wall or something? Yeah, yeah. And I wrote. I spelt murder M U R D E R. And actually, it was murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a night. I really, my middle class roots were ruthlessly exposed. <laughs> I mean, you are like an undercover. You're like an undercover cop who wasn't even working for the police force. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, there was one time where we um we got to the final of this five aside competition, and uh, we were we were playing against a really good, really good boys. They were much better football than us. Okay. So all my mates went off to pray in the toilets. And they, and they, um, and they to I, pray. <laughs> you weren't invited into that, were you not? Because they, 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 were they, were they, Mus- were they Muslim? They, or they, they were Muslim, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then they, um, they, they made me an <laughs> honorary Muslim. Pray, more of the an <laughs> honorary Muslim. Yes, I, I swear to God. I think for I, I'm not. I, I was 13. When I this don't happened. think they had the authority to do that, Johnny. But, I'm just going to call it. I think they did, and they, they put some water <laughs> on my like um, on my side, and they said some prayers in my ears, and they went, "You are now a Muslim." So there's a chance you're speaking to a Muslim. <laughs> well, in that case, I'm going to completely reframe how I conduct this interview. Good. Um, it was very. It was a very fun. Um, my school was so shit, though. It was very, like, my school, this is how shit was. When I was in, like, 13, we got inspected by Ofsted. They said the school was unacceptable. Uh, then, like, three years later, we were just unacceptable. And then in year 11, so I was, like, 15 or 16, uh, we were no longer unacceptable. We were, requires improvement. And they had an assembly, a celebratory assembly, and put a <laughs> banner up. <laughs> like, I swear to God, there was a banner over my school. It said, this school is no longer unacceptable. <laughs> A win's a win, Johnny. <laughs> so the Blazing Bangladeshis, are you still in touch with any of them? Yeah, I still uh, see Khoisar uh, and occasionally Ashraf and Masuf. Would they ever come on the pod? They, yeah, yeah I, th- I think that is plausible, definitely. Would you like them on the pod? Yeah, I, 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 it's not... I, I, I think don't... if we get you bank on, we could do with a bit of a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get the, yeah, we get the Blazing Bangladeshis on. Blazing Bengalis, we'll see two of them. That's so exciting. So you were, you were in the... And what, what sort of stuff did you get up to? And what sort of criminal activity were you involved in? Or were you kind all... of more... Is it more like you were protecting each other? It was sort of strength and unity. Strength and unity. It was the weakest... It was, we were all sheep herding together to try yeah, and not get yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bullied. But I think... <laughs> I'm just blown away by that. You've made an honorary Muslim. That's so exciting. How did you feel? Um, to be honest, even then I was aware that peer pressure was a startlingly strong force. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, so do you believe in God? I was like, yeah, sort of. But I, I just did, any, like, I did anything I could to fit in. Yeah, like, of course. I, there was a time, Sean, there was this white person being beaten up and I stood behind a bigger boy and said yeah take that you white bastard <laughs> <laughs> like totally oblivious to the 
Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> But that that boy, the boy I shall take that you white bastard to, he was the bravest racist I ever met in my life. Because he oh, wow. he be he was white in like a nearly all Asian school, and he'd be outwardly racist. And sometimes he'd try and bring me in. He'd be like, "Yeah, that's what we think, isn't it, John?" I'd be like, "That is not what we think." <laughs> <laughs> you're just sitting, you're flipping through the Quran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm signing up to extra mosque classes, um, and. Yeah, he was, but he just hated, because most Muslim, most uh, racists are um, cowards who are in a bigger group, pick on the minority. He was the exact opposite of that. He had a strong moral compass, which was he hated Muslims. <laughs> well, I don't know just... if he had a strong moral compass. I would say his moral compass was a, was a skew. He just had a very firm belief in it. Yeah, and, and he wasn't, he wasn't going to be swayed by being picked on or bullied. Which is, That's fascinating. Know, so you yeah, saw yeah. him getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. I reckon we could get him on the pod. I doubt it. I think he's probably a meth addict now. <laughs> it didn't feel like his life was going in a positive direction. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Probably not. Or he now runs like prison reform and he sort of turned himself around in his mid-twenties. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I was never in a gang in school. It was never really a thing I needed to do. Well, you got off my street. No, I, maybe really. I don't. Maybe nah. I don't. There was a couple. There, yeah, there were a few nasty gangs going around. There was what one. You... There was one in my school that thought they were really tough. Really, and they were. They were such a joke to us. They were called. <laughs> they were called the Too Messy Crew. Too Too Messy Crew is very funny. And at one point, they spray painted on one of the sort of. Uh, what was it? It was like one of the cloak rooms or one of the rooms in the school. They just spray painted in in big letters. Too messy for you. <laughs> Four, well, like, obviously the number four, oh, I, I, and then the letter I get U. it, mate. And we were like, whoa, These maybe they're pretty... going up a gear. And then at one point they filmed, uh, they filmed, they tried to film a rap video at a train station near where I lived. Oh my God, that's yeah. amazing. Because I imagine they were not very good at rap. I really wish it was still available. We used to watch it all the time and laugh at them. We just thought they were so funny. I think I had a rap. What was it? Oh my Surely God. This is the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> 
You had a rap. It was something like, you know, not the gun, but it was like, hey, it was, hey, motherfucker, don't fuck with me. I tell you, fucking balls on the Christmas tree. <laughs> so don't fuck with me, because you know me, the same old G, who shagged your mummy, and killed your daddy, in an Audi, TT. I've got no, I've got no idea how Johnny, that's in my brain. Johnny, wait, what? Christmas number one, baby. <laughs> Johnny, wait. This is too much. This is too... Listen, <laughs> listeners now. If you're driving, it is probably not safe for you to still be on the road listening to this. Please do that rap again, please. <laughs> this is Johnny Pelham, <laughs> aka JD Murder, of the Blazing Bengalis. Take it away. Hey, motherfucker, don't fuck with me. I tell you, fucking balls are on the Christmas tree. So don't fuck with me, because you know me. The same old G who shagged your mummy and killed your daddy in an Audi TT. <laughs> Wait, okay, so let's unpack it. Did you write this? I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, motherfucker, don't fuck with me. Yeah, solid. Bit of steady alliteration. That. That's yeah, steady. a bit of alliteration. Because yeah. I. I'll, cause I'll tie your fucking balls around the Christmas tree. Round the Christmas tree. Maybe it was. Maybe we were going for Christmas number one, the Blessed Bengalis, and we try to get. Well, that is in. it? I mean, was this before or after you we made honorary Muslim? Because I reckon that would have that would have caused a few alarm bells at the old yeah. for the rest of the gang. <laughs> but maybe I wasn't. I wasn't using the sort of um, you know the Christmas tree in a, in a in a respectful way, was I? No, it wasn't like I was paying homage to Jesus. I was actually. I was threatening assault. <laughs> this is absolutely brilliant, right? Hey, motherfucker, don't fuck with me. Cause I, cause I, how? What I want to know is how do you remember that rap? And you literally. I've got no idea. Your first got, date with Sophie was. I've got no idea how that started. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, like, don't fuck I with me. I didn't know. I remembered that. I didn't even remember the rap until like, yeah, and it just popped straight in my head. So hey, motherfucker, <laughs> don't fuck with me. Because I'll. I'll, uh, what's it? I'll tie your fricking balls around the Christmas tree. It wasn't fricking, it was fucking, all right? Let's, let's be, I was a pretty, I was a pretty bad 13 or 14 year old boy. Okay. And then what's the next one? Hey, what if I get up fuck with me? I'll tie your fucking balls around the Christmas tree. You don't, what was it? Fuck, I've forgotten it. What did I just say? Hey, what if I get up fuck with me? I'll tie your fucking balls around the Christmas tree. So don't fuck with me, because you know me. The same old G who shagged the your mummy. The same OG who shagged your mummy. Killed your daddy. And killed a, your daddy. In an Audi, TT. I think that's. I it. mean, hey, I think I think yeah. it's weird that they've got it. You, I shag. I think killing your dad is worse than shagging your mum. But also, if I shagged your mum, Sean, would you be happy about that? That's <laughs> from your no, perspective. I guess, so. from your I guess perspective. actually, I'm like, I, I, I could deal, deal with murdered. my dad being murdered. <laughs> I don't know if I could deal with 13 year old Johnny Bellum <laughs> shagging my mum in an Audi TT. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wait, that's so good. It was good. My friend used to do a rap. He used to have a little rap he wrote. What was it? I don't remember all of it, but I remember at one point he said, uh, I. What is it? He said, he said, don't move this. I deflect the bullet. I'm the rude hullet of the gangster world. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not, maybe not as tough as yours. I think maybe we were, we were more old school hip hop. You were more gangster rap. Yeah, yeah, I was. I, that I was, was probably I was doing we were crime. we were Jurassic Five, and you were like fucking Public Enemy. <laughs> um, so so what what else did you get up to? What else happened? It's not. Um, one of the things I was thinking about was uh, I had a guy, I had a friend. I won't say his name because I don't know him that well. And uh, after he, he, it was just so funny. He got sort of radicalized by the Iraq War, uh, and he would just 
watch porn and spout Islamic hatred. <laughs> but, but, like, but like one time he, he was in ICT and he was watching a full-blown porn movie and then he got kicked out. And he was he didn't understand why he'd been t- t- kicked out of class. <laughs> like he was literally like like, like he's like, well, why what I'm just watching a bit of porn. Like it didn't it didn't make sense to him that he wasn't just allowed to watch porn in IT. It is so I mean, that's the thing with school, isn't it? Is y- y- you are that's what's good, I think, about comprehensive education and why private education is not a good thing long term. Because you in, when I, I think about school, it's like you, you just have to be in the same place as a bunch of absolute fucking boneheads. <laughs> yeah, you just have to like, deal with There's sort of, there's always a threat of violence in the air. There's yeah. always a threat of something's going to happen. And if it's, it's not going to happen to you, but it's going to happen to someone you know. And, you, and you're just dealing with idiots. You just have to, you have to learn to deal with these idiots because these are the majority of the people in this world. I think, like, I remember, like, the third day of my school... Someone punched me in the throat and called me gay because I tied my shoelaces. And it's like you just have to, you just have to like understand. So there was just like a constant fear. Yeah, that was so true of my school because I was like white and or nearly everyone's Asian. There was such an awareness that I might make a mistake, like tie my shoelaces, which would yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. like good. And then I'd I punched you. I'd have punched you in the throat. And then I talked to my teacher about it. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even a teacher. He was one of those like. Did you have those like like? Um, teaching assistants yeah and they try yeah. and be really cool so this was the same God, teaching who assistant those, who, who those idiots we were smoking weed in the toilets he came in and then uh we like oh, we're getting trouble now then he took a puff winked at us and went don't tell anyone and at the time he was the coolest teacher in the <laughs> world i now look back and think that what a what a fucking weird man i look i look back and think the teachers that always try to get in with the bad kids i agree are the saddest people yeah. There was there was there was kids in my school right in my year who got caught wanking in a bush with a porn mag during one of the breaks. <laughs> they got caught doing that. Yeah, and it's you know you shouldn't be doing that. It you know that's that's by the by you shouldn't be doing that. Of course. Yeah, yeah. There's a book coming here, and I'm, I'm I don't quite understand when the book's taking. Well, us. here we go. Three years later. It's like the end of year 11 assembly or something. It's like a big thing for, you know, we're all leaving school. We finished our GCSEs. Some of us going to college, some of us aren't, whatever. And the head of year, who was one of these little idiots who all he ever wanted to do was impress the biggest twats in the year. Like the most violent ones yeah, who yeah. get in all the trouble. They did nothing. And for some reason, he just thought, oh, I'll be their friend. Because he was, I don't know what was wrong with him. He didn't get enough love as a, as a teenager or something. And he did a big list about the year, about all the people and all the characters in our year group. Oh, it's a big school. Yeah, there was like 400 people in my year group. And it was like, and then finally, he goes, I'm finally, the main thing we've learned is, and he called out those two people, goes, don't ever let those two go to the bushes. And I just thought, why are you humiliating a Mm. 16 year old to try and impress idiots? Like, why are you, what, what is wrong with you? His name was Mr. Miller. I'll just say it. He was a fucking idiot. He was an idiot. Let me tell you something, Sean. That'd be me if I was a teacher. Yeah, I, 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 I 100% know I am. I, I'd want the cool kids to like me. I'd be, I'd be the most pathetic version of a teacher. I'd be like, I'd be walked all over. I'd want the, I'd bully the weak kids. <laughs> I'd make little slide digs. <laughs> you'd, be the, you'd be there going, take that, you white bastard. Yeah, I'm st- fundamentally, I'm still that human in my soul. 
I'm still that human. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Sorry, I just need to check this message I got. Ooh, um, got a message. Oh, whoa. Uh, sorry, Alex. Uh, my wife needs her laptop charger. Oh, do you need to go do that? Yeah, I'll go give it to her. You... Should, we, should we, I just fill? Because editing's quite annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait. Give me a second. Let me just find it. Um, wow, this is... Th- I mean, what an episode this has been. It's been fun, hasn't it? I, what's fun about... Um, I, 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 do the, I talk about being a member of the Blades of Aldeshis in my stand-up, but I never was able to say that I was called JD Murder because no one would believe it. <laughs> like, genuinely, it passed the... Audience who just got that's bullshit. That's was, so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. And right. it, would, it undermined the whole audience belief in the gang when I said that. So I just had to cut it. But it was genuinely true. Right, I'm going. Uh, I'm going now. Listeners, how long, how long for, one, for twenty seconds. Oh, great, we can do. Johnny, that. do you think you've got it in you to fill? Well, let's find out together. Well, I won't be here. Well, you'll listen back to it though, and cut <laughs> resounding no. You're going to insult me, aren't you? You're going to insult me. I, I won't insult you. Think of another rap verse. How about that? Just do some more rapping. All right, I'll rap. All right. <laughs> Fucking hell, I got to come up with a rap. Uh, I can't come up with a rap. It's too hard. It's too hard to spontaneously come up with a rap. What I've learned there is I'd be a lot like Eminem during 8 Mile. My palms are sweaty. Vomit on my sweater already. Mum's spaghetti. And I've just absolutely, I've absolutely fucked it. But... Fingers crossed, at the end of the movie, I'll come back with a really mean rap about some people who are difficult lives to impress a crowd of strangers, which is really what 8 Mile is all about. I, uh, I don't think, I, I didn't do a rap, but I did give quite a brief, but accurate synopsis of 8 Mile. <laughs> I'm back, <laughs> putting my headphones and all I heard was 8 Mile. So I cannot wait to listen to this and try and I, edit it. I didn't come up with a rap. But what I did was, like, as I said, I came up with a brief and accurate synopsis of 8 Mile. Oh, fair enough. I think that's usable. I don't think it's good. But I mean, if we're, if, if we're using the criteria for good for what we edit out, you've, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, nev- that's never been uh, in this podcast's remit. We never no. claim to be good. No. Um, the only thing we claim that's good is soups <laughs> no that's cool soups is cool isn't it no soups oh, is good soups is good oh sean i heard i i think we've we should add this to our catchphrase list uh there was two uh a family running for a bus uh one of them was the mum was pushing a pram there was a fat man behind them who just said i ain't fucking running for it <laughs> and i thought that should be that, that's the I ain't fucking running is the most failing better <laughs> I ain't fucking running for it Johnny it was it was such a beautiful <laughs> moment because the, the everyone else in the family was trying so hard to make this bus and there was just an, uh, the dad was just a twat <laughs> it was just like <laughs> we're gonna wait however long the bus is we're waiting in the cold kids because I'm a twat it was really funny though I love that. I lo- I just love that. You go, I can't be bothered yeah. to do a little thing now yeah. to save us all a lot of heart. But I mean, that's basically how I live my life, <laughs> almost <laughs> across the board. <laughs> I was trying hey, to Sean, some... you know, if you unplug the thing after you finish with it, you save. Like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you don't need to tell me. All you do is make me feel guilty temporarily that I'm not a better person. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you there, Johnny. Thank um, you. How long have we done? I think it might be time for us to wrap up. Is it? 
I don't know. I, I think we started like quarter past, I think. So we've done like 43 minutes. Whoa. I think what we're aiming for is to make the podcast about 45 minutes. That feels like it works quite well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's been a fun episode, this, hasn't it? I think it's been a cracker. It's been an absolute cracker. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Chris Eubank email. I, d- I think your rap was the best bit. Um, <laughs> let me just see if there's... Have we got any email back? Oh, nothing yet. Gutted it, about it. It'll happen. It'll happen. It's got who happen. else should we try and get? I mean, look, should we have a look who else? That, right, this speaker's agency. They've got a lot. They've got a lot. Well, they're called Champion Speakers. But, so Business and Economics, many. they've got. Um, motivation and Performance. Sports. Technology. TV celebrities and chefs. Should we see what sports people we can get? Yeah, or a chef. I'd quite like a chef. because I'm. Would you I'm like quite, a chef, actually? I don't, I'm not a very good cook, so maybe you could teach me how to become a better right, well, cook. They will get us, they've only got celebrity chefs. Is that going to be a problem? No, no. I tell you, <laughs> I quite like Jamie Oliver. I know it's quite a, a bold opinion. Why do you like Jamie Oliver? I think I just like him because everyone hates him. And I quite like... I just, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I like... Do you like Hitler as well? No, no. Because like Hitler tried to... Hitler murdered six million Jews. Jamie Oliver... How do, you know that Jamie, to... how do you know Jamie Oliver hasn't done that? I don't think they represent Jamie Oliver. I tell you who, fo- I tell you who follows me on Twitter. Actually, I don't know if he even follows me, but he sent me once a private message on Twitter. Is Jay Rayner, the food critic. Oh, right. What did he say? Get out of my bins. <laughs> I know it's you. You've been herding the... You've been turning the raccoons against me. <laughs> did you like that, did it? What you, what you just said? I do know. I really, I really liked... I like the idea of you as a leader of... Um, a group of raccoons who go around causing mischief in the area. Raccoons? Yeah, yeah. Raccoons. I say raccoons. You say raccoons. This Raccoon. is like your tattoo thing. Again. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the way Johnny Bellen pronounces tattoo is tattoo. Tattoo. I think I do call it a tattoo. Is it basically if it's two... If it's Cocoon. two syllables... Raccoon. You always, you always emphasise the second syllable. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's got an oo in it. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, I was just practicing my own. Baboon. Do you say baboon? <laughs> baboon. No, I say baboon normal. Baboon. 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 Do I, I say ba- baboon? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> That's <laughs> the thing you... about all these things. If you say any word yeah, five every... times, you lose any sense of what the fuck is happening. It's like saying a word five times is very similar to doing magic mushrooms. It's like <laughs> all of reality just fades away. Agreed. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, Jay Rayner. We can try and get Jay Rayner on the pod. He'd be good. How much do you think? Um, he wrote to me because he saw me doing a car park gig. Oh, you've told me about this gig and it was awful. I was doing a car park gig during the during the midst of the pandemic. We had to do basically stand up comedy in car parks to audiences that were in their cars. I, I um, have, skip- I to- have I talked about this on the podcast? I think I'm no. You've just told me in person. It was really funny. Yeah, and they were filming an episode of Celebrity First Dates at it. <laughs> Was Jay Rayner on Celebrity First Dates? No, no, he was just in another car. And he said, "Um, I thought you were really funny. I'm doing a cooking show at the same thing for cars later, like (laughs) tomorrow. Have you got any advice? And I was like, no, I have no advice. I was like, well, it's going to be very different. Yeah, I mean, you should have sent him a recipe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, this is a delicious goulash, if that's what you... (laughs) Should I write to him and just go, hey, Jay, do you want to be on my podcast? Yeah, do it. He would not remember me at all. Would you say, I'm the weirdo who yelled at you in the car park? No, (laughs) I'm not going to start. I'm the weirdo who yelled at you in the car park. Other guests include Chris Eubank, 
I, we, we, the podcast sounds like because Sophie's got two BAFTAs. Ed Gamble's is very successful. Who else have we had on? Eleanor Tiernan's incredibly good comedian. I think the guests we've had make Jordan this podcast. Brooks. Jordan Brooks is the. We've had great guests. We've had great guests. And we're going to keep getting great guests, but we need to get great guests from outside the world of comedy. I think that's what we need to do. Well, you're not going to like the next two guests we've lined up then, <laughs> 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 the thing we should say is we on, we're going to do uh, uh, an episode every two week, every two episodes a week. <laughs> we've gone from <laughs> you know we've gone from two episodes a week down to one episode every two weeks. Listen, yeah, on the Friday <laughs> we're going to try and have guests. So we're gonna so it's going to be the Tuesday one will just be us chatting, and the Friday one will be a guest. Um, but we and and that's that. And then also we should plug the Patreon. Right now is a great time to sign up to Patreon because we do the billing cycle on the 31st. So you get a month essentially for free where you can check out, see if you think it's worth it. And if you do, then you can keep paying. But obviously you can cancel so you don't have yeah. to pay. On yeah. there, there's like 10 extra podcasts. There's one extra every week, which comes with a video. And also there's two, um, on both of them, I've got uh, specials on there which uh, an hour of stand-up. Mine, my special is called An Hour and is, of course, like 46 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> I literally titled it. I literally titled... It was meant to be a best of. So I thought, I'll just call it An Hour because it would be an hour. And then it turned out I did not have an hour's worth of good material. <laughs> well, you get that if you sign up. You get that. And we're going to do... I'm in Manchester next week. And we're yes. going to hang out and probably film some stuff and put it on Patreon. And we're going to do a Christmas special where we get pissed. Uh, and, I mean, that might be fun or it might be dog shit, but it might be worth... And the people on there are nice and they and we all chat to each other sometimes. We, chat, we had a chat about um, the similarities or differences between um, Bill Clinton and Tony Blair. Well, it was a pretty so that... one-sided chat with Fiona, one of our listeners, Fiona, really, really tore you to shreds, if you want my opinion, Johnny. But... Well, let's not get into that. If you want more on whether I was um, torn apart by Shrek's, Shrek's wife, <laughs> subscribe to our we are, we This has gone from being the best podcast we've ever done to the worst. <laughs> I know what you mean. I think the problem with is, is we've been podding for like three hours now, and by the yeah. third hour, if you're not talking about your gang from high school, you, are, you, are, you do struggle a bit. <laughs> yeah. I could never go back and do my school days again. I find them... It's quite... you, you wouldn't be allowed, would you? <laughs> well, I wouldn't be allowed. Not unless I got in some sort of Billy Madison-esque situation. I would love situation. that. But do you With... think now, if you went back, you'd have the wisdom to... Do you think like, do you think you'd enjoy school now with the things you know? Because you'd be less anxious. Well, myself like... now as a 35-year-old? Yeah. Not no, like, no I'm all, all like putting this brain right. into it, the body of what It would be awful. You were, yeah, it'd be awful. Cause no, I, I'd like... hate it more. I'd hate it more. Yeah, I would. I think everyone would. If if you're the sort of person who's like, it would be great to go back to school knowing what I know now, you're probably a paedophile. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's like that. And that's a failing better guarantee. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, it'd be a nightmare. I think, um, I think the problem was... um, I, I, I couldn't... My thing with school, was, which always got me through, and I was fine in school. I really, the teachers hated me, and I didn't like them. Yeah, but, but I, you know, I was okay. So nothing's like, really changed. No, well, yes, teachers hate me anyway. Mm. Um, but I always thought, well, I'm going to get out of here soon, yeah. and then everything's going to be fine. I go one day, I'm going to be old enough to not have to go to school. One day, I'm going to own the fancy dress. One day, <laughs> I'm going to own this school, <laughs> and I'm going to be be the owner of a massive fancy dress empire. Yeah. <laughs> But I think um, 
that by the way if you don't know what he's talking about that's a previous episode where i was working at a fancy dress shop while i was also in school um i think uh i think the problem for a lot of people though is there are a lot of people who are like being in school is the best and they never recover from leaving school and i I just i i i really do feel for those people it's such a red flag it's such a red flag i just couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there i just hated it so much School I, I, is shit. I think objectively, if you're like, school days were the best days of my life, you've lived an awful life. Yeah, you're awful. Then you're it's awful. the worst. It's School is shit. And then you get out of school, you have more freedom, and then life gets better. But school, I mean, obviously school's fun for people like me if you're in a cool gang doing yeah, graffiti it's, and Yeah, rapping. of course. You're in like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got a burgeoning hip-hop career. Yeah, for yeah, people yeah. like me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking over my shoulder. I've got the two yeah. messy crew sniffing yeah, around. Yeah, you're a Joe Schmo. You're not, you're not, you're not sort of leading the, the grime movement in Bradford. <laughs> I don't miss it in the slightest. No, I don't. I don't think about it. I don't think about my school days at all. Do you think I there was a lot of trauma remember- there? Do you think there's a lot, is that why you don't I think mean, about what, it? That, how is that the angle that you've taken? Because you said you don't think about it. I think anything you don't think about is probably... Well, why would some, I think about it? Because you might What's think... What's there to think about? I don't know. You raise a good point. I think... Um, I don't think about my school days either. I just know there's a lot of comedy there. So I thought, yeah. let's dig it out today. Mine was just so middle of the road. Nothing, there's nothing to report yeah. about yeah, my yeah. school days. My school was fine. Like, it wasn't an amazing school. It certainly wasn't, like, a, one of the shittest ones. It was just sort of, like, a bog-standard comprehensive... Yeah, yeah. My Under- school, they changed the name of it. It was called Challenge College. It was a new build. Mm. I, it was called Challenge College, and then like twelve years later, it's now called Oasis Park Academy. So they just they just like they just got rid of the name. I'm gonna look it up. It's on like Manningham Lane. It should be Oasis Academy Shirley Park in it, Croydon. No, no. no. Oasis. Oasis Park Academy Bradford. That should be. It. Maybe it's not called Oasis Park Oasis. Bradford. What's it called? Bradford. Oasis Academy. Oasis Academy Lister Park. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we have a look at who... Wow, it's got a Wikipedia page. Do all, do all schools have Wikipedia pages? I've got no idea. Does it I have think, a... Um, I think I'm a famous alumni. I would love to I wonder. I wonder what the alumni are. Oh, is that, that's, that'd be a good way to end it. We can compare the alumni of our schools. Yeah, that's nice. It doesn't seem to have famous it has, alumni. It has no alumni. <laughs> but wait, but what was it called when you were there? That's Challenge the... College. But I don't think... I think they, they've tried to bury that pretty hard because of how bad... It, it got a really bad <laughs> reputation. <laughs> Challenge College Bradford, no, it is there. Challenge College. Tears and smiles as Challenge College changes its name. Uh, <laughs> tears, tears and, and smiles. smiles. <laughs> Wait, Oasis Academy Bradford alumni. I mean, if you're listed here. Um, no, I don't think there is. I, 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 I don't think. I'm going to have a look at mine. There's a woman who now writes for The Guardian who was in my class, though, which is very impressive. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's... I think she's... I mean, clearly she's better than me. Notable formal pupils is a list on my one. Ooh. Um, Are you on it? Are you on it? Yeah. Are you? Connor... Connor Maynard. Connor McGregor. (laughs) Connor McGregor. Pop star and YouTuber. Jay-Z. And Sean McLaughlin all went to Brighton. Oh my God, Grant Hall went to my school. He played for QPR. Are you serious? I don't know. I've never... Grant Hall, the striker? Grant Hall. I've never heard of Grant Hall. He's an English professional footballer who plays as a central defender for Rotherham United on loan from Middlesbrough. He's previously played for QPR, Brighton, Swindon, Birmingham and Tottenham. Oh. What? I wish I was him. 
Joe Gattick. Joe Gattick was in my year. Mike Gatting's son. Is he still? Is he a footballer? A is he Mike Gatting's. Yeah, he's, he was. Um, they they took him out uh, in year eight and put him into a private school. Because <laughs> I think I think being at my school was affecting yeah. his ability to uh, um, be, be a happy. Oh no, he is a professional cricketer. Are you are you on the alumni list? No, we're not on this. Oh, I thought you said you were. No. Oh, Sean, you should so. you should email in. Well, you're looking at the you list now. Email in. Charlie, no, you can see. No, but this is just on... Uh, I don't even think I have a Wikipedia page. Oh, right. Did one of our listeners want to make me... Ryan Moore, his sister was in my class. He's a big um, jockey. Disc jockey or horse Chris, jockey? Cri- cr- you're a big cricketer, aren't you? Cricket yeah, yeah. fan? Who's Josh Poisden? Do you like Josh Poisden? I've never heard of him. I only really know the England team. He's so a I former don't... cricketer. Uh, he suffered a fractured skull during a training session and had to retire. Well, there you go. What a lovely, <laughs> optimistic end. <laughs> Just because it's sure, never really work at anything because you might get a sc- fractured skull. <laughs> Unless you sit in your spare bedroom making podcasts. Um, right, let's go. Genuinely, listeners, thank you so much. Thank you for all our new Patreons. We've had loads, loads of fun to be had there. Patreon.com slash failing better. Hate to say it, guys. I've barely said it this episode but you've got to give us a five-star rating and review, particularly if you're on Apple Music, please. It would really help. Sean's losing his mind about the algorithm. It's quite fun, but it, it would help his blood I pressure. I really want us to get into the fucking chart. You... We're, in the, we're in the top 250 for Ireland at the minute. It'd be great to get there in the old UK. Otherwise, we'll have to defect. And we'll, we'll go. Abandon the crown. Yeah, 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 move to the Emerald Isle. The Emerald Isle. Build a new army there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we've got an army there. Certainly more sizable than one we have on our own home nation. Um, but genuinely, thank you so much for all of it. And I thoroughly enjoyed this episode chat to you, Johnny. It's been lovely, hasn't it? Um, well, uh, we'll see you soon, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.